0: Hello and welcome to The Print Pod, our daily podcast on the important news of the day. Today we focus on the disputed status of the Aligarh Muslim University as a minority institution. On Thursday last week, the lecture hall of the Aligarh Muslim University's political science department was packed with students from various streams turning up in large numbers to attend a symposium on human rights. It was well past lunchtime when the floor was thrown open for questions following a lengthy presentation on the intersection of traditional Indian value systems and rights. Just then, a hand went up. A student asked that for the longest time, we were told Article 370 cannot be abrogated, notwithstanding political rhetoric, but eventually it's gone. The Supreme Court has also upheld the decision. Similarly, what is the guarantee that Citizenship Amendment Act or NRC, which stands for National Register of Citizens, or even a countrywide uniform civil code will also not be implemented, particularly considering the BJP has the required numbers in the parliament. The response to her question came from the department's professor Ashi Khan, who said while a lot of things can be done using law as an instrument, but as long as they don't find popular acceptance, it doesn't matter. His answer left many students to wonder if he would adopt a similar stance on another debate playing out not just on the campus, but in the nation's highest court it is the question of whether aligarh muslim university or amu is a minority institution under article 31 of the constitution of india that grants minorities the right to establish and administer educational institutions on february 1st a seven judge constitution bench of the supreme court reserved the judgment on the issue after hearing both sides for eight days. Established in 1877 as Mohammedan Anglo-Oriental College by Muslim reformer Sir Syed Ahmed Khan, AMU was incorporated through the Aligarh Muslim University Act 1920. Since then the original act has seen a series of amendments beginning in 1951 when the Jawaharlal Nehru government allowed even non-Muslims to be members of the institution's court which is its highest governing body and also discontinued. Mandatory religious uh, instruction. In 1965, the internal reservation for AMU students was reduced to 50% from 75%, while another amendment was also brought in, further curtailing the powers of the court and thereby reducing it to an advisory body. Two years later, the Supreme Court upheld these amendments, saying AMU was incorporated by by an act of the central legislature in the S. Aziz Basha vs Union of India case. Incidentally, the AMU was not even a party to the case, giving it no chance to defend itself. As the shadow deepened over the minority character of the institute, a wave of protests on and off the sprawling campus broke out, featuring many student leaders, including now Kerala governor Arif Muhammad Khan, who served as the AMU Students' Union president in 1972-73. Said Mohibul Haq, AMU political science department professor. Under fire, the India, Indira Gandhi government tried to assuage the fears of the Muslim community, saying fresh legislation would be brought to restore the basic character of the university, according to the book, Education and Politics from Sir Sayed to the Present Day, authored by Shan Muhammad. Indira told a Muslim delegation which visited her then that she would take steps to retain the special character of the university avoiding using the phrase minority character, which allowed the apprehensions of the Muslims to fester. In 1981, the Lok Sabha eventually passed the Aligarh Muslim University Amendment Act 1981 brought by the Indira Gandhi government after returning to power, which amended the original act to remove ambiguities on the AMU's minority status, although it left the composition of the court, which is its um, highest decision-making body, unchanged. Leading um, Chief Justice of India Divy Chandachur to recently observe that uh, what the 1981 amendment was had done was a half-hearted job. During the hearing, Chandachur also questioned the centre's contention that it does not accept the 1981 amendment. Justice Chandachur said, Parliament is an eternal indestructible indes- body under the Indian Union and irrespective of which government represents the cause of the Union of India. Parliament's cause is eternal indivisible and indestructible, and we can't hear the government of India say that the amendment which the parliament had made is something they don't stand by. You have to stand by it," the CGI observed. Speaking to the print at his Aligarh residence, historian Irfan Habib, who is a professor emeritus at AMU, said he was among those who firmly opposed the 1981 amendment then. Writing in People's Democracy, the mouthpiece of the CPIM, Habib had severely criticized the move saying it was designed to placate Muslim politicians who wished to control the university through the university court. Habib, who is now 92 years old, said his position then was dictated by the context of the times. He told the print that the fear then was about communal Muslim domination and now it's the other way round, adding that he was in favour of the existing arrangement where AMU offers no caste or religion-based quota in admissions. The 1981 amendment was struck down by the Allahabad High Court in 2005 after a clutch of petitions, petitioners had approached it against the AMU's decision approved by the then United Progressive Alliance government to reserve 50% seats for Muslims in the postgraduate medical degree courses under the university. In 2006, however, the Supreme Court took up the matter directing that status quo be maintained on the minority character of the university, although it granted no stay on the Allahabad High Court passing the 50% quota for Muslims in medical PG courses. The UPA government, along with the AMU, also challenged the Allahabad High Court decision before the Supreme Court. In 2016, by which time the Bharti Janata Party was in power, the central government withdrew its appeal, choosing to oppose the AMU's minority status. Habib added that when he had opposed the 1981 Act, there was no quota in higher education, but now, if the centre has its way in the Supreme Court, it will force AMU to implement reservations for SCST and OBCs. He said he has never supported a quota for Muslims in AMU, but implementing SCST and OBC reservations means there will be effectively a quota for Hindus. Mm-hmm. Must government institutes have no freedom to fix their own admission policies? Habib asked the print. Um, Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister y- Yogi Adityanath has several times in the past questioned the non-implementation of the reservation policy in AMU. The Central Educational Institutions Reservation in Teacher Scatter Act 2019 mandates reservation in all higher educational institutions except institutions of national and strategic importance and minority educational institutions. The immediate fallout of AMU losing the case in the Supreme Court would be the need to follow the reservation policy, which many students and teachers feel may lead to a decline in the number of Muslim students in the university that currently has a provision for up to 50% internal quota for students regardless of religion or caste. Professor Aftab Alam of AMU's Department of Strategic and Security Studies told the print that stripping AMU of its minority status will also put question mark on the status of all minority educational institutions in India because all minority institutions established by the state legislations will also lose their minority status going by this interest logic. Senior Advocate Rajiv Dhawan, who represented AMU in the Supreme Court, also made this point in the court, pointing out that if every minority institution which sought recognition under a statute to have their degrees considered valid is thought to have automatically given up their minority status, then Article 31 would be rendered ineffective. Article 30 is the only safeguard specifically for minorities. There is a misconception that it accords some kind of privilege to minorities But as Justice Hans Raj Khan underlined in the Ahmedabad St. Xavier's College v. State of Gujarat case, part of the principle of the right of equality is the fact that unequal cannot be treated equally. He had also reminded that attempts to play with Article 30 would amount to an act of breach of faith. Prof. Alam told the print. Prof. Mohibul Haq echoed Alam saying the AMU case will also determine if Article 30 faces any dilution. Many also feel that no matter whose side the court rules, the dilution of AMU's minority character has been underway for some time. While in judicial forums, the institute fights to preserve the autonomy of its court, which also shortlists names of candidates for its vice chancellors, as many as 81 of the 194 positions in the forum remain vacant as of today. According to official records, apart from student representatives, the vacant positions include Representatives of faculty, non teaching staff, industry experts, and Muslim cultural exponents. AMU also continues to operate without a full time vice chancellor. While the decision to appoint a full time vice chancellor remains pending with the visitor, uh, who is the president of India, the process through which three names were picked um, or short picked drew allegations of conflict of interest. The current acting vice chancellor, Mohammad Gul chaired the meeting of the executive council on October 30, 2023, and also voted for his wife Naima Khatun, who is currently the principal of AMU Women's College. Professor Murad Khan, a member of the Executive Council who teaches at AMU's Department of Foreign Languages, was among those who submitted dissent notes against the presence of Gulraj at the meeting. The entire process was later challenged in the Allahabad High Court, which will now hear the matter next month. Print reached out to Gulraj for his comments through appointment requests, emails and texts but it did not receive any response. The AMU Teachers Association told the print that many financial decisions are stuck uh, due to the absence of a full-time vice chancellor, leading to a situation where funds as much as rupees 7.5 crore, which came as grants from the central government, may lapse as many projects await sanction. Meanwhile, even as AMU awaits the verdict of the apex court, with um, anxious anticipation. A sense of foreboding also hangs uh, heavy on the campus, which witnessed violence in 2019 during student protests against the Citizenship Amendment Act as police entered the campus and later drew charges of assaulting students. Thank you for tuning in. For more from the print, become a subscriber at theprint.in slash subscribe. I'm Sorov Roy Burman in New Delhi. Tune in every day for more such news and analysis.